baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA, Thursday afternoon. The Attorney General of our uh, beloved Commonwealth says that President Joe Biden ought to take a look at fentanyl and declare it a weapon of mass destruction. Our friend Sheriff Carl Leonard from Chesterfield County just passed along some numbers. 60,000 Folks died as a result of the atomic bomb in Nagasaki, 70,000 as a result of the atomic bomb in Hiroshima. This year in the United States, 108,000 people have overdosed on drugs. This is a crisis, and I'm happy to see that Jason Miaris is uh, once again taking the lead to uh, to protect people. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, welcome, my friend. Uh, it is great to be with you, and, and, and those numbers are exactly the point that uh, candidly, what we have right now, the crisis we have on this border, uh, 100,000 have died, 108,000 have died in 12 months. That's obviously more than Hiroshima. That's more than Nagasaki. It's it's twice as the amount we lost in Vietnam over 15 years. We've lost in 12 months. And so uh, that's, you know, if, if we were dealing with a, a, a some type of chemical that was coming over the border that was killing twice the amount of people that were that were uh, died in Hiroshima, uh, the American people would be standing up saying, federal government, do something. And as Governor Youngkin likes to say, the right leaders focus on the right priorities. And the fact that Joe Biden has found the money in the budget, the federal budget to hire 87,000 new IRS agents to audit, you know, working class Americans and small businesses, uh, that is larger than the size of the entire British Army. That's larger than the size of the United States Coast Guard. Uh, why aren't we focusing on what's going on with the border? Why aren't we hiring 80,000 federal agents to close and, and help close the border of illegal narcotics and go after these, these gangs and these cartels that are destroying, and I do not use that word lightly, destroying families, destroying communities with this fentanyl. And so, um, you know, us putting the federal government notice that they should be declaring this a WMD, it is. It is a weapon of mass destruction. It is as destructive as a weapon of mass destruction, and they need to have the proper resources for it. So I have to ask you, given that the uh, the vice president the other day said the border is secure, the White House uh, spokes flack earlier today said, oh, yeah, we're, we're doing wonders on that border. Uh, it's clear they just don't care. Do, do you think there's going to be any traction for this uh, WMD designation for fentanyl? Uh, well, you know, that's why elections have consequences, because really this is not just in the hands of the president. It's going to be hopefully in the hands of a new, newly elected Republican uh, Congress and Senate to get this to his death, uh, to force him to act. Because I think at the point where, you know, listen, I'm so tired of meeting family members of every background yep. that have lost loved ones, that now have an empty chair at every Thanksgiving dinner and every birthday. Right. Uh, and what's just sad what these traffickers are doing is they're, 
they're lacing marijuana, they're lacing Percocet, they're lacing things with fentanyl and where, you know, one pill kills. That's all it takes. A, a single milligram uh, can, can kill everybody in the studio that you're in right now. Uh, that's how powerful it is. I mean, we've had, we've had state police officers that have had dealt with overdoses and they had to be Narcan just by opening the trunk and, and sniffing the aroma of the, of the odor of this. That's how powerful it is. It is 50 times stronger than morphine. Uh, it is unlike anything we've ever seen and it's going to require a, a, a decisive action. Decisive times require decisive leadership. Joe Biden doesn't have it. Uh, it requires will. What's happening at the border, what's happening with the fentanyl crisis, it is purely a lack of will. And what we're asking uh, the folks in, in the federal government to get a backbone uh, uh, put back on them, they need to find it and they need to do something about it because there's a lot of broken Virginians right now. There sure are. Jason Miares is joining us, the Attorney General of uh, our beloved Commonwealth. One of the things that uh, you have uh, done recently, Jason, you stood up the Election Integrity Unit. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. What What is the focus and who's staffing that? Well, uh, we already have an election uh Section, election law section in our office. And so uh, but we're repurposing it as an election integrity unit because we can wear different hats in our office. We also advise every state agency as the lawyer of the Commonwealth, that includes the Virginia Department of Elections, mm-hmm. about what the election law is and, more importantly, what the election law isn't. And that includes our registrars. You can't make the law something that you wish it was. And then the second is we have, we have always had original jurisdiction in our office to prosecute uh, uh, election bio, election law violations. And so this is putting people on notice. We're going to take this seriously. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody has full confidence because at the end of the day, this is what we've seen over the last 10 years. Both parties, I want to emphasize both parties have raised issues questioning the integrity of our election. After 2016, both Hillary Clinton and Terry McAuliffe said the election was stolen. Stacey Abrams still thinks she's the uh, governor of Georgia. And so we want all parties, we want every walk of life. What we have in America is the American miracle. Our elections are democracy. It is, it is one of the, the bedrock foundations of what a free society should look like. So we just want to make sure that everybody has full confidence in our, in our election system. We want to make sure our registrars in our Department of Elections has absolute clarity in what the law is and what the law isn't and provide that guidance. And if people are breaking the law, have those resources to go after and prosecute those individuals. Jason Miari is the attorney general of our Commonwealth joining us. Uh, I want to talk uh, a little bit about human trafficking. This is something that obviously ties in to what is happening on the border. We, we've had the reports from the border where where folks have said, look, uh, the cartels on the on the um, the border in Mexico look at human beings as products. This is how they treat them, and they are trafficking young girls. They're trafficking young ladies. You said, and I think it's a very, very astute observation, it is a crime that hides in plain sight. You are doing something about human trafficking. Share that with us. Well, first of all, it's a global business. Uh, Last year, it estimated human trafficking produced $150 billion in revenue. That's more revenue than Microsoft and most of the other big tech companies combined. Um, and as a result, it is an insidious, multi-generational type of crime because it, it, it impacts the victims not for a day or a week. It, it can impact the victim for decades. And so 
you know, we are seeing a couple of things. One, the border on the crisis, not only it's flooding us with fentanyl, they're not only trafficking in, in illegal narcotics, they're trafficking in human beings, and a lot of them are minor children. The other tragedy is, as we dealt with this hideous problem of addiction in our country, uh, one of the awful byproducts is some people to feed their addiction will literally track it, traffic their own daughters or their own sisters or their own family members that feed their addiction. And so uh, it, it is it is seen an uptick because, remember, we shut down society the last two years because of COVID and the social isolation, which led to both depression and addiction, one of the tragic, what we call familial trafficking, people that are family members tracking fellow family members. Uh, that is another unfortunate byproduct of the shutdown that we went through. It was already happening. We've seen an uptick in that. Uh, and so uh, it has been um, something that too many times you hear elected officials saying, well, that's, that's not happening in our community. It absolutely is. It's, chances are it's happening in your neighborhood. Uh, our job is to both prosecute the bad guys, prosecute those people that are trafficking in uh, innocent human beings, and then for the victims, give a very much a holistic uh, rehabilitation for them. Because for the victims, for them to be willing to testify in a court of law and relive the single worst moments of the life is a big, big thing to ask of them and make sure they're given the resources as well that they feel comfortable moving forward and testifying. And all that combined, we hope to be able to tackle this and, and bring awareness to it. Jason Miaris, our attorney general, joining us for uh, for another moment or two. Uh, what about uh, educating, empowering, and holding uh, local Commonwealth attorneys accountable and responsible? I mean, we've seen what's going on in Fairfax County. Uh, we've got these George Soros-funded prosecutors who are just turning their backs on, on criminal activity. Do you, as the attorney general, have any power to, to do anything about that? Well, you know, I, the, the, the criminal first victim last mindset of, of these kind of left wing prosecutors that are more interested in being social workers than they are actually prosecuting uh, criminals because they think the criminals are the, the actual victims in these cases. You're exactly right. They've kind of practiced a catch and release program up in northern Virginia, uh, this revolving door. And not surprisingly, when you put violent criminals on the streets, they're going to commit more violent crime and you have more innocent victims. And so. You know, we previously requested uh, for the General Assembly to grant us that authority. We have about 14 areas of the law that we have original jurisdiction that we can prosecute, uh, particularly on sex crimes against minors. We don't, and a host of others. And so we've asked for that. We're going to go back to the General Assembly. We're going to ask again if we're able to, to do that and explore that option to see if they'll give us that. Because I, I got to tell you, I hear from so many cops and police officers, their frustrations that these officers that they make these arrests and they, they, know, they feel like the Commonwealth attorneys don't have their back. They're not prosecuting entire categories. They'll no process or dismiss uh, some of the worst charges because they have mandatory minimums and they don't want to charge anybody with a mandatory minimum. I mean, it's just astonishing. And so you know, one of the most heartbreaking things is I was, I did a town hall with the Fairfax police association. I had officers there tell me that they no longer sometimes charge gun crimes because they know the Fairfax Commonwealth attorney's office doesn't believe in charging them where possible with, with gun crimes because of the mandatory minimums associated with using a gun in the commission of a felony. And that, that is infuriating for officers. And so that's the opposite. I would love to get additional authority, uh, but that's going to have to come from the General Assembly, and hopefully they'll see the light and uh, allow our office to handle some of those. 
Well, uh, listen, if there's anybody who's going to get it done, it's you. There's a reason that uh, we, the people, voted for you for Attorney General. We stand with you. I always appreciate you making time for us and uh, urge you to keep fighting the good fight, my friend. Thank you. Look forward to being with you again. Thanks. Thank, thank you, J- Jason Miari. is the Attorney General of Virginia. Look, he's got a very, very full plate. Make no mistake about it. He's got eight years of garbage he's got to clean up from the uh, prior attorney general. Somebody who, uh, well, frankly, seemed to love criminals and hated cops. Eight years of that sort of nonsense. Eight years of ignoring big issues in favor of politically expedient things that fit the left-wing list. So Jason's got a lot of stuff to do up there as the attorney general, but it sounds to me like he's got it together and he is doing some great work on behalf of our Commonwealth. Quick reminder to you, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. That's how you uh, send us a text. I got some good text I'm going to share with you in just a moment. It is 515 Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.